Today's podcast episode is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I am your host, Conrad Cushman, being joined tonight by my co-host every Wednesday. Feels like the show's not right without him, right? (laughs) Got Derek in the house with us tonight. D, what is going on? What's up, people? Now, if you guys are wondering, we're using a little bit of different tech tonight, so if there's anything that seems wrong, off place... It's all right. Trust me. We're doing a little bit of a test run. And give me some feedback if you guys like this. But thank you guys so much for listening to Everything Pro Wrestling. This is the go-home show before blood and guts. Today is April 28th, 2021, and it is time to kick it with your boys, Everything Pro Wrestling. Let's get it. Oh, we just had a botched spot there with the intern and made me laugh. Oh, goodness gracious. So if you guys hear that screaming, you know what time it is. Right. (laughs) But thank you guys for joining us so much here on Everything Pro Wrestling tonight. A beautiful Wednesday night. Um, Derek, we got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. Dynamite Go Home Show next week, Blood and Guts. Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. I think they did a great job tonight getting us hyped for that show for next week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, so good, so good. Now, before we get into all of the good stuff and everything else that we're talking about, we got to go over what happened this weekend, Derek. See, Derek thought he was just going to avoid all of this and – we weren't going to talk about it. We weren't going to bring it up. But you know we got to bring it up. Guys, as you can see on the screen, Kenny Omega is now your AAA Mega Champion. He is your Impact Wrestling World Champion. He even has the TNA Heavyweight title on his shoulder, and he's the AEW Champion. Derek, the gauntlet's almost full, bro. The gauntlet's almost full. What what is next? What is going to happen here with Kenny Omega? Now, I know you're not an Impact fan. You probably didn't see the entire matchup, but you know what's going on. You know what's happening. Give your thoughts on the moves here that uh, your boy, Kenny Omega, has been making. You know what? I respect it only because I'm looking at it as I'm helping out all three companies right now. He, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think Kenny Omega is doing uh, some tremendous work. People talk about like how this was going to hurt Impact, 
And I see this the opposite way. And I have to give a big shout out to the Insiders Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they did a great watch along stream with it. So uh, to Joe, Jeff, Tazzy, Jody, everybody on the Insider side, uh, I love everybody in that chat. And they're really fun to watch. So they were doing a breakdown on Saturday. And they were bringing up some good points, too, because I thought a lot of the fans were going to reject Kenny the moment they saw that he won it. But it seemed it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I think this is great. Impact's numbers have actually been up because of Kenny Omega. I heard the pay-per-view numbers did tremendous on this one. Hey. If the if the man's bringing you money, I can't complain about it. Like, there's nothing to say. No. Um, like I said, as much as I don't care for TNA or Impact. Yeah. I got him talking about it. Actually, I, I have to show, like, the pain that's on Derek's face right now. <laughs> but Ken, Kenny Omega's the world champ, bro. I can't. Kenny Olivier. <laughs> Stop. Stop. We don't quote that man on this podcast. Bro, he, he's Kenny Olivier for this one. <laughs> he did a great job, though. Listen, Kenny's cardio, amazing. Like, top notch. I put it up there with, like, Kurt Angle, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I don't know how he does it. I, I, I may give him, like, top uh, top cardio because that man can go. I, I'm not even front. He can go. One of the best, dude. One of the best. And we're going to get into a lot of that tonight when we talk about AEW, but I felt like we had to go over the impact stuff, and I know it makes him cringe, so we had to do it tonight. Had to show some love. Um, but let's get into the live chat, man. We had a bunch of people in here beforehand, so got to show some love. Uh, big shout out to PR Nightmare. What is going on, Nelson? Appreciate you joining us tonight. First one in here, so nothing but love and respect, bro. Appreciate it. Let me know what you think of the Young Bucks sneaker game, too, bro. <laughs> um, Rob, not you. <laughs> I, I heard what you said tonight. Um, Ace. Ace said, what's up, everybody? Ace, appreciate you being in the chat, homie. Uh, nothing but love, man. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, let's see here. Oh. <laughs> He also wrote year. I'll throw up the two sweet for you, bro. I'll throw up the two sweet for you. BJ's in the house as well. BJ, what's going on, bro? We got to get you back on here soon. Hopefully we can talk uh, one of these days and get you back on for a podcast. Rob is also in the house. Yeah. And our favorite, our boy, Jesus DeLeon. What's going on, Jesus? Thank you so much for joining us. BJ wrote Thanos Omega. Yeah. The gauntlet, bro, I'm telling you. I will accept that, BJ. <laughs> I will Tokyo Rockstar coming in saying Impact's dead. I don't think so, bro. This is their chance to rise. But to be fair, Impact does only have one championship right now. Listen, they have the women's title in their possession. Listen, Impact Finn Juice. Finn Juice is still the tag champs, bro. Why is this even a thing? What, Finn Juice? Yeah. Finn Juice is dope, bro. Oh my God. Don't turn into JPQ hating. All right. Impact should have been dead years ago. Yo, chill. BJ said, Roosh better watch out. Kenny could show up in Ring of Honor. You don't know. Um, Sonny, by God, Bimbo is here. Sonny, what's going on, bro? Thank you for joining us. Thank you. OGTNA over Impact. I can't be mad at that statement. The insiders are on here. Just who I was talking about. Like I said, if you guys enjoy watch-alongs, insiders are who I recommend the most. Absolutely love these guys. Definitely uh, good people. Uh, not the fake Dior's people are going in. <laughs> Bucks are the worst type of hype beast. <laughs> oh my goodness. The, the chat is going in tonight. Uh, I'm the most free. I've been in a while, man. Just hit me up. Okay, BJ. 
we could we could definitely we'll work something out soon. Uh, Insider said, "How's it going tonight? Just going to watch it now. Enjoy the show, man. I don't want to give you any spoilers." Oh, my man Azan, what's going on, man? Azan, first time in here. Thank you for joining us, Azan. I appreciate it, man. If you've got comments, thoughts on the show, feel free to put them in, man. We're gonna read them and talk about them. Um, let's see, Sonny Bimbo, did I see that right? Moxley is going to defend the IWGP US title, dude, against Eugene Nagata. Uh, it says Eugene Marana, but I think he was using talk text. I know how it goes. Eugene Nagata, bro, blue can justice. I censored myself before I said it. This is going to be dope, bro. I'm hyped for it. Eugene Nagata was around when we used to watch like WCW, bro. bro when we were playing like Revenge. Ooh, that Damn, that's a long time. Sonny Ono. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Sonny Bimbo, thank you for bringing that up, dude, because I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, Jesus says we need the Impact Women's Champion versus Sheeta. I'll take Deanna Perazzo versus Sheeta all day. Why don't we just bring We got the insiders on. They are an Impact-friendly channel. Let's be friendly, bro. I like Impact, Listen. all right? Oh, I'm sorry. And BJ said X Division too. Yes, I forgot. Uh, Josh Alexander is the X Division champion. I was hurt that Ace Austin lost BJ. That was my problem, I think. But let's talk. Let's talk this AEW show. Let's get Derek in a in a good mood because Derek's negativity is a turnoff for at well, least. I'm only negative for certain things. Yeah, Impact. You're a hater, bro. <laughs> You're a hater. So let's get into this Dynamite review, shall we? Um, I think I'll, I think I'm going to save this for the end. Since we talked about all those other promotions, I'm going to save this little piece for the end. Remind me to go up to the top, and we'll talk about that. Gotcha. Let's start off the night with what was the opening contest tonight, Derek. We had a big matchup, and as you guys can see, the graphic shows. The opening matchup, I thought this was going to main event. The FTW champion, Brian Cage, with Taz in his corner versus Adam Hangman Page. This match was pretty cool. It opened up where Paige was jumped by Team Taz in the very beginning, but this is before the bell rings, during his entrance, and then the Dark Order come out to help Paige. Uh, before the match begins, Brian Cage does a devastating powerbomb on to your boy, Adam Hangman Page, onto the ramp. Brian Cage basically takes advantage of the attack, throws him into the barricades, and Taz does a great job on commentary, I will say, as a heel commentator, oh, yeah. where he does like praise for both uh, his guys in Team Taz and their opponents. I think it's tremendous what he does on there for it. Without a doubt. Um, Taz is definitely a great mouthpiece for anyone. Like He, he, will, he, he can set the record straight for you and make you fall in love with whoever he's promoting. Yeah, that I mean, listen, bro, that's what he does. Taz Taz is good. Taz is good at his job. I know sometimes he, he can be aggravating because he's not taking it as serious, but I think Taz is great. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So Brian Cage and Adam Hangman Page are having a good back-and-forth match. Adam Hangman Page begins to recover. He hits his moonsault off the top rope. Uh, the match is building up really nicely, and eventually you're like, okay, what's going to happen here? And then... Cage just begins to like beat the hell out of him. Hits a power bomb, and right during this time, me and Rob were talking, and we're like, "Yeah, you know, it would be interesting." And I said, "I think Page is going to lose this match." And I thought that last week because it's time to kind of put the brakes on Page. Well, as soon as I said that, Drill Claw, uh, Steiner Screwdriver, one, two, three, Hangman Page takes his first L, and, and in a very, long time, yeah, very long time. 
And you know what? I'm not mad at it, bro. I think you had to put the brakes on Paige for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, doubt. it's not time yet for him and Kenny. We're just doing the seasonings right now. We're just doing the seasonings. That's it. A little bit of seasoning. Now we got to let it sit. It's not. It, we're about to put it in the crock pot. It's time to let it simmer. It's not time yet to have the whole meal. It's coming. Give it time. I would say we could be at the earliest full gear. At the earliest. I can see that. I can see that. But I don't think they're ready for that yet, in my opinion. That's ah, just I'm ready for it. Listen. That's, that's going to be a great uh, rematch for you right there. Woo. They still got other business to tend to, though. But it was a good win for uh, Brian Cage. And I think this sets up what's been going on with Christian. And we'll get more into that in a little bit here. But let's see what the chat is saying because we've got a bunch of comments here. Uh where do we leave off? Sick in the house. What's good, Sick? Shout out to Sick. He knows my pain. I was trying to get a PS5 today, and the pain has just been real. Bro, I even tried. I got one, but I tried again. See what I'm talking about? See why I can't have one? We got people like this in the world. Bro, I was about to hook you up, bro. Sure you were. <laughs> yeah, what was the what was the markup? Um, Azan <laughs> wrote R.I.P. Kip. I don't know if that's for uh, Kip Sabian or Billy Gunn, but I'll, I'll let both rock. Uh, tomorrow's show is must-see. You know I'll be in there, bro. Definitely checking out the Insiders tomorrow for the uh, Impact show that they're going to have going on. Uh, BJ says both Ace and Alexander are fantastic. Appreciate that. Uh, Jesus said this was match of the night for him. Um, okay. Okay. I could, I could definitely get into that. It won't be my moment of the night, though. Oh, yes. there's That's still coming. Uh, Azan said upset of the year. BJ said this was a legit shocker. Uh, let's see. Jesus said happy cage one. It was the right decision. Uh, oh, I predict the Taz versus Christian match. I don't think Taz is getting in the ring anymore, though. Sick. I think Taz said he was retired after that uh, ECW one-night stand match with Jerry Lawler. I think he said that was it. He was, he was through. I think Taz's neck was shot. Oh, yeah. First of all, he doesn't even have a neck to begin with. Oh, well, yeah, this is true. Probably from doing all those suplexes and stuff. A says, uh, Cage needed that win more than Paige anyway. Oh, yeah. Sonny Bimbo said, I was shocked to see Hangman lose. Uh, where are we? Oh, Paige. <laughs> Do you see Paige versus Cage or Christian for the FTW at the pay per view? Uh, I get we'll get into that. We'll get into that with the Christian promo. Honestly, I think Christian's gonna beat. Brian Cage next, and then this is going to lead to Christian versus Kenny Omega at uh, Double or Nothing. Yes, I can see that. Bro, they've got like a month to promote this. I hope they, they, they got some plans for some of this, right? I, I think they do. I, I think they do. <laughs> He's not like mine. Well done. Uh, seasoning ain't even rinse off the meat yet. Uh, we're, I think we're past that point, though. I think we knew that was coming uh, once the tag team was breaking up, and we, we, we kind of had that already. We, we've done the little stuff already. Um, I almost definitely said the wrong line with about the meat. We we can't we can't have that on the show. We can't have that tonight. Almost burnt like real crispy. Um, do you see the FTW title at the pay per view? I think so. I think Cage may end up getting into a match with one of his teammates. Maybe Ricky Starks. I don't know. I don't know what you do with that there. Maybe they have a little implosion. We'll have to see. Uh, Six said, "Got to go through the pain in order to get the pleasure." My guy. <laughs> It sounds like some uh, BDSM stuff here. <laughs> Come on now. 
Safe word? <laughs> More. <laughs> uh, BJ said, I could have had one this morning, made it in time, but would have had to drive two hours away to pick it up, and they wouldn't hold it longer than a day for obvious reasons. Man, if you got the money. Uh, big shout out to Queen of the Indies as well. Got to give a shout out to the All Elite Podcast. Uh, Tiff and Kyle, they are absolutely tremendous. They're going to be doing a review of the show tomorrow. So if you want to talk more AEW, give it to them. I'm showing some love tonight. I don't know why. I'm in a great given mood, uh, but I love those guys, though. All Elite Podcast, you'll catch me in those chats, too. So make sure you guys show them some love. Uh, they all say they're retired until the money off start rolling. <laughs> Taz will get in shape real quick. Right? Right? Always. Uh, thank you, Tiff. And that was the end of this matchup here that we had going on between uh, Christian, or I, I'm talking about Christian, Brian Cage and Hangman Page. See all those damn Cage, Page, right. Rage in the Cage, all this bullshit <laughs> got me going crazy. Um, we eventually get that super elite promo. Derek, I know. You see Kenny Omega? He's in there with all the belts. They were in the small-ass limo. There was like six of them in there. And I got to ask, like, why did Carl Anderson not have pants on? <laughs> what was going on in there beforehand, bro? But they, they get in there, and they're cutting a promo. I'm looking at my notes here. And uh, Kenny Omega says that he's not afraid. And he's not afraid of Moxley and Kingston. He says that next week, if you guys want to go through us, you got to go and take on the best. And you got to start with the best. And he says you're going to fight Nakazawa first. Nakazawa accidentally hits the horn like they did last week. And all these fools in the car jump. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's like, sorry about that. So uh, Kenny says Eddie Kingston wants to fight. He can wrestle Nakazawa here tonight. Oh. And then they are all in there being douchebags because that's what you do when you're in the super elite, I guess. I, yep, uh, douchey to the fifth power? Yeah, yeah. Definitely uh, Doc Gallows licking his muscles. Definitely douchey. <laughs> Very weird. Do half of the stuff that they've been doing lately is weird. Right. Um, and I think in a sleeper match of the night, let's talk about this this tag title eliminator match. And I really enjoy that they've been adding these to AEW. So basically, if you guys aren't familiar with like boxing or other sports, the tag team eliminators, or when you see eliminator match, that means you're going up against a champion uh, in AEW. So it could be a tag team, uh, Matt and Mike Seidel versus the Young Bucks. If they win, they jump up to become number one contenders. But if they lose, they fall out of contention. It's a great way to put it. And I got to give Rob credit for telling me like how to phrase that because I was having a difficult time trying to figure out how I wanted to say it. So shout out to Rob. But I really think they did uh, a good job in this match here. This match was way better, like exceeded my expectations by a lot. Uh, you know what? Uh the Seidel brothers. Uh, are they actually brothers? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. All right. I didn't know he had a brother until he showed up on Dark one day. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So my thing with the Seidel brothers, um, tonight I was very impressed. I, I will give it to them. They they did their thing. Yeah. They did, their thing. They, did. they had a really good match. Uh, my first line is that they're having a match because I wasn't like really interested in this going in. But uh, the announcing finally acknowledges what Robert has said all along at one point in this match. Rick Knox sucks. <laughs> like, how did he miss the Young Bucks switching without a tag? They have different hair. I don't understand what's going on with this. I was like, what the hell? Whatever. So the announcer was like, come on, Rick. What the? <laughs> Just terrible. 
and I don't know if that's going to be part of his gimmick or what now, but the Young Bucks switch out on the tag. Uh, eventually, the Seidel brothers hit a double Meteora. I felt it was a lot extra when they did that. We didn't need four knees flying at somebody, but it worked. Um, they get a near fall from that. Uh, Mike Seidel eventually gets the tag in, and it looks like he's about to get like the hot tag and do something great. And upon him going for a move, Matt Jackson falls down and does a split and hits the Johnny Cage, just punches the dude straight up in the nuts. It was so cool to see it in a wrestling match. Down goes Mike Seidel. He eats the double super kick. One, two, three, the Young Bucks win. I thought that was a a great way to end the match. Um, Um, Yeah, when I saw that, that that reminded me of uh, the Mortal Kombat movie Mortal Kombat, what did you think of the Mortal Kombat movie? I thought it was good. Um, I think the only thing that really bothered me the most was... Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, no spoil. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you two seconds here to get your stuff along. Pause it, fast forward it by a second. Uh, wait for me to do the hand wave across the screen. I'll let you know that we're done talking about it. Go ahead. Um, I think the part that messed, messed with me a lot was the whole side story with Cole. He was... He could have been very likable if they did some backstory on him. He was just there trying to fill a spot. Now, if he had a backstory as to what was supposed to be happening in the movie, then I would have I would have bought into it. But they just kind of lost me there. Other than that, this was a good movie. I same, bro. Same. Um, we can get more into the Mortal Kombat stuff another time, but. Yeah, it, it was all right. Like I said, I think it could have been better, but I'm looking forward to the second one. Yeah. All right, so it's not that I'm writing it off. Uh, Casey and me had a long conversation about it. Uh, Casey, you're supposed to, Casey, you're supposed to be in here, too, when you listen to this. All right? Um, after the match, though, we had a little bit of a moment here with uh, your boys, D. SCU come out. SCU. Yeah, always, always good for it. SCU come out, and they're the number one ranked tag team, technically. They've gotten a lot of wins on Dark. I know. I know some people are like, oh, I didn't see him. Well, they've been winning a lot of matches on Dark, even against some pretty good teams. And they come out and they're saying they're going to challenge the Young Bucks for the titles. May I remind you that back in December, SCU had agreed if Daniels and Kaz lose one more match, they were going to break up as a team. Right. They have not lost yet, but now they're going up against the tag champs, the Young Bucks, best in the world. This is going to make things pretty interesting. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, let's go into the chat here. And before this, uh, we had a little bit. I like this Jay Cargill and a bunch of managers are trying to uh, basically fight for her to get a contract with her. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, Jay Cargill's. Um... <laughs> Keep it PG, bro. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> oh, I, no, thought, no. I thought you were going down the wrong no, no, way. No, 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 no. Um, her promos have gotten way better. Mm-hmm. She, she's good from when she started, and, and her promos weren't that bad to begin with. But this is this is definitely a step up. Like I'm very impressed with someone whose career we don't really know anything about. <laughs> Robert said the Good Brothers are only good in Japan and super annoying everywhere else. You leave them alone. Uh, no, we we know what they're really good at. Six said, "Where are they going with this?" Uh, Kenny winning all the belts from all these different promotions. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll take this one real quick. I think that Kenny is going to – I think he's just trying to put more eyeballs on the products. And I think Kenny for a long time has always said, who cares who wins? As long as we're all sharing and we're having fun and the fans are having fun, we're going to make money. So who cares? Right. And I always thought that was an interesting way to look at it. So maybe? 
I respect it. Um, as, like I said, as much as I'm not an Impact fan, I respect it because that that I, I never want to see a company go out of business. <laughs> this sounds like a lie. I couldn't say that with a straight face. I know. Uh, Impact six, should go. Six said, what happened with Okada debuting on either AEW or Impact? Am I the only one that remembers seeing that? I think it's going to happen, Sick. I think we just have to wait until the travel restrictions and everything because Okada's like the shit over in Japan. Like this dude was going to definitely be part of the Olympics. Like they, they're not going to let him end up getting sick. So he's probably like, let me stay my distance and we'll wait until the time is right. Uh, yes, Azan said Matt and Mike have been shining lately. I can agree with that. Uh, probably waiting for when COVID ends. Jesus knows. Jesus knows. Uh, SU in the Bucks at the pay-per-view. Um, oh, I skipped a bunch here. Hold on. Sorry. Um, Knox is the new Nick Patrick. BJ, that's dirty. <laughs> uh, split with punch to the groin. Someone watched Mortal Kombat over the weekend. Uh, PR Nightmare said he liked it. Uh, Mortal Kombat has four movies planned. Did not know it was four, bro. That's a four. Yeah. When um when did they announce that? Apparently, well, I'll have to Google it after. Uh Queen of the Indies, Tiff says that she loves the Young Bucks gear in this one. Young Bucks have definitely been switching it up. Hashtag wrestling fashion. Shout out to my girl Queen and JPQ. Uh Cole's about as irrelevant as the Miro storyline. Oh no, sick. Miro's storyline took a great turn tonight, in my opinion. Yes, it did. Uh, still don't like Liu Kang. How dare you? How dare you? You're speaking blasphemy. Uh, SCU versus the Bucks at the pay per view. SCU versus the Bucks, double or nothing. I think they should wait for double or nothing. That's my opinion, but because then they can have a good match. Uh, they have to win next week's match. Yes, they do. That's a good point, Ace. Thank you. Uh, please be somebody new, not Matt or Vicky. Could be. Could be why they're teasing it. It reminds me of Macho Man Randy Savage. If you guys didn't know, they had the same kind of storyline with him, and then Miss Elizabeth ended up being his manager. Like He dismissed everyone else and brought like this new person in, so maybe that's what they're going to do. Uh, do you see her being managed by Jake? Nah, uh, keep Jake away. Jake says some filthy things already, and I know he's going to slip up. Oh, big time. Dude, you're like the only person that always says that Caesar line about them. But but uh let's get into uh the next match. Penta Pentagon. I'm gonna call him that. I hate all these damn names for him versus Orange Cassidy here. Um match started off with mad taunting. Mad mad taunting bro like hands in the face orange hands in the pocket they did all the stuff that you expect to see but they did some good cutoffs here uh these two had some pretty good chemistry i would like to see them get in the ring with each other again and i think they could do some really really good stuff my only issue with this match was there were a couple times where i'm like you're doing too much i felt like they if they would have cut back on some of the uh i don't know what's the word i'm looking for here the gaga like the yeah all the actors yeah, like the interference, you know what I'm saying, all yeah, that extra yeah. stuff. You could have had a really, really good match here, and it would have been fine for television. Um, Pentagon uh, saved. Oh, dude, great spot here in the match. Uh, Orange Cassie goes for a tope suicida through the ropes. Pentagon catches him and then eventually holds him up with one hand and presses him, drops him on the apron. I thought that was a great spot. Reminded me of when uh, Billy Gunn did that to Eddie Guerrero on oh. SmackDown. 
That was back when he was the one Billy Gunn. I always remember that spot because I was like, dude, how strong do you have to be just to hold the person to where they trust you like that? Dude, um, I, I still believe that to be an, an incredible feat for one person who's not like Paul uh, Paul White. Well, <laughs> don't start that. <laughs> I'll chill. I'll chill. I, I, I've been I've been good <laughs> without that. You been watching Dark Elevation? No. Hater, bro. Hater. <laughs> so uh, eventually, Pentagon goes to break Orange's arm in the match, and I love this spot where Orange Cassidy puts his hand in his pocket to block it. <laughs> Yo, Corny is gonna be pissed when he reviews this match. I know it. Somebody, somebody's gonna have to tell me what he said because I am going to be crying, laughing. Oh, you know, just I, from I hearing the complaining. It, you know, I watch. Well, you know, all those minions are gonna be out there like repeating the same thing. Like that was stupid. Okay, I thought it was funny. I laughed at it. So um, eventually, we see a Mexican destroyer here, and OC hits his beach break on Pentagon, bro. I'm so sick of the referees. Like, why? Why? So Pentagon's shoulder was up, and he never really counted the fall. And then Orange had to fall over and sell, which I kind of thought it made sense. Rob says it didn't because he was like, well, he was going for a pinfall. Why is he selling now? But I said that he put all his effort into it. Boom, he's got to sell now. So the match continues going. Um, I forgot that his uh, translator is out there. Orange has Trent in his corner. Pentagon has Alex Abrahantes in his corner. Pentagon says, and he starts trying to talk crap. And honestly, Orange catches him, and he takes a bump perfectly like a uh, manager. Excuse me. He gets pulled into the matchup. They do a good job with this. And most people don't know, Alex used to be a wrestler, I believe. Really? So, yeah. So he did a really good job with this, uh, getting into the ring. And I I think he's been working all right with Pentagon. I kind of like it. I'm starting to dig it. Um, eventually Trent gives orange the microphone and he hits the orange punch onto Pentagon, knocking him out with the microphone. Uh, like I said, a little less theatrics. This would have been a great match in my opinion, but good match. Nonetheless, like I'm not complaining about it. And I'm just talking about the little things of how it was structured. Right. Everything else was good though. Like love the action in here. The two wrestlers did great. Tremendous. Um, let's get into, Tony Schiavone, or no, let's go to the chat. Hold on. Yeah, what's up, chat? We're too much Tony Schiavone. <laughs> We're about to get in a second here. It's Sting! <laughs> uh, let's see here. Omega versus Pentagon should have been the main event. I think it can be, uh, Tiff. I think it's just going to be, you have to place it better. Right now, the feud's about the six-man tag, but eventually, if you wanted to put that on as a main event, you definitely could. Uh, <laughs> Tiff. I don't know if she was laughing at the the comment about the hands in the pocket or what. Um, let's see. Oh, oh goodness, <laughs> Fudge! You Mortal Kombat deception. PR nightmare is not happy. You went on a Mortal Kombat rant. Uh, the ladies don't call me Jake the Snake for nothing. I will never forget that line. <laughs> you want to see the real snake? I remember he said that on like one of his DVDs, and I was like, "What, bro? Come on." Uh, why is Penta coming out of the face tunnel while acting heel? Azan, I don't know. I feel like they're in this weird place with Pentagon. They don't know what they want to do with him. Yeah, they they definitely need to figure that out because it's it's going to be hard to buy into him when you don't know what to do with him. Right. Uh, Alex Abrahantes doesn't say anything for Penta after that match. Laugh out loud. Uh, 
Orange Cassidy bulked up. Uh, looks like Tiff likes that. Get your muscle on. Get your muscle on, OC. Uh, B-Boy Skyline in the house. What's going on, Jordan? He says, praise the queen. Stop Maki. that. Stop that. Also, sup. <laughs> Stop that. Everybody's just attacking Derek on all fronts tonight. Nah. Not a care of the world. Nah. Um, but let's get into a little bit of the good doctor here. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker is backstage with Tony Schiavone bragging her and uh, Rebel, a.k.a. Reba. Uh, they're just back there talking. Britt Baker's the number one contender. She is coming for Sheeta's title, and I think it's going to be a double or nothing. I'm all for it. I, th- I think that'll should it be double or nothing, or should it be a dynamite? I think I think you I think you do it at the pay per view. Yeah, Sheeta made it. I think she's going to be a year soon. In a couple weeks, it's got to be that she's been champ for a year. Hasn't been a year yet. Yeah, she won it last year at double or nothing against uh, Nyla Rose. Remember? Shoot. Yeah, dude, years flying, bro. By the way, like I was just thinking about that, we're almost like halfway done. I know, dude. With the year, getting old. Two more months, we'll right? Tony Schiavone then has the pinnacle, or the pineapple, as some would say, and the inner circle come out for the parlay. They're gonna go over all the rules to war games. So basically, the way this is set up in AEW, I like this. They basically just made the cages bigger. So you can still jump off the top rope and do all that good stuff, but you still have the tops of the cage. I like it. I think it's I think it's fitting. It's paying tribute, but at the same time, still allowing the guys who do the high flying moves the opportunity to jump off the top rope and do something. Right. Uh, I was really cool with this. Um, this match is going to be crazy. If you've never seen the old WCW War Games matches, and I'm talking like the real War Games matches, someone's gonna bleed. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> And there's only so once every so basically it starts like this: two guys will start in the ring from each team. So one guy from the inner circle, one guy from uh, the pinnacle. They're going to be in there fighting for five minutes, and then someone's going to get the advantage. Um, I, according to tonight, it looks like Sammy Guevara gave it up for them to have the advantage, which it's always smarter to have the heels have the advantage, in my opinion. Yes. Um, so they're going to have the advantage for the matchup. Cool, I'm down with it, and. They're going to come out, and then it'll be two-on-one. Two minutes later, then it's two-on-two until all five guys from both teams are in the ring. Once they're in the ring, they're going to battle, bloody it out, and there's only two ways to win, by submission or saying, I quit. Surrendering for your team. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be different, bro. That's I don't know. There's no pinfalls. There's no Judas effect. Mm. Hopefully we get to see a nice old-fashioned lion tamer in there. Old school lion tamer? Yeah, knee on the neck. That would be dope. Moving to Rey Mysterio style. Tap out, baby. <laughs> um, but they have this promo, yo. Like, I want to clap, but I know it's just going to pop the microphone. Bro, this shit fucking sold me on this show, bro. Yes. It's so, like, I'm in, bro. I'm all in on this show. No pun intended. I don't care. Like, this was great. First, they had Sean Spears snatch the mic from Tony Schiavone. He needed some, like, heat in this. Like, yeah, let's make him look a little bit tougher here. Sammy does a pretty good job on the microphone, too. Oh, yeah. I thought he held it down for someone who doesn't really talk too often in the inner circle. Usually gets, like, the jokey lines in and stuff. Spanish Perfect. God. Son of a pup. I didn't know that was coming. You know. Uh, they had words. We had FTR and PMP. Dude. I Honestly, I have to say. Santana's the shit on the mic, bro. 
that little uh that little segment between the four of them that was the best i don't know if that i i don't know if i could say that was the best part or second best part to what jericho and mjf were talking about i felt i felt that we like in my soul <laughs> like y'all ever been locked up we have that's the new. I, th- I feel like that was the New York City versus like the dudes on the uh, the, the southern tip. You know what I mean? Like they're just the southern. Like we work hard. You better kiss your kids because you're not coming home. Right. It's like war games. Uh, this is the original war game. So WWE took the war games concept and changed the rules a little bit. I get why they did it too. I think both can be great. It's all how you book the match and lay it out. Has to be done right. But I think with Arn Anderson out there, the dude who's probably been in the most war games matches. We're in good hands. I trust them. Absolutely. Um, MJF and Chris Jericho get on the microphone. MJF cut a hell of a promo. Hell of a promo. Yes. Uh, this kid is this kid is good, dude. Um, He's a world champion in the making. I'm telling you, he may go down as one of the best heels of all time once it's all said and done. Oh, yeah. Um, probably. Oh, yeah. He's probably. <laughs> He's probably the best heel, like, right now for this generation. Mm. Like, I would say for this generation, MJF is the best heel. He takes it too far, but he's got to. He's, he knows he's got to make people really, like, hate him. But if, but if you don't take it too far, then, you know, people just don't believe it. Yeah. I feel you on that. I feel you. Now, afterwards, we get words from Jericho. Chris Jericho, bro. You may say, like, is Jericho still, like, one of the best of all time at doing it, cutting the promos? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Chris Jericho's Without one of the best. Doubt. Hmm. Dude, he cut a great promo. They were all in each other's faces. By the way, the inner circle came out on motorcycles, by the way. Badass. And I thought it was very smart not to have Jake Hager or Wardlow talk. Wardlow cut such a great promo last week. You don't need to hear from him again. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I like that. Until it's time for him to become a baby face, he doesn't need to do any talking. That's at a later time, though. Azan White says he's got a feeling Ortiz is going to turn on the inner circle, but I don't know when. Hmm. You see that, Derek? I do see that. I do. You hmm. see him just doing it like, ah, never see it coming. <laughs> I haven't the seen best. that. <laughs> I always, I feel like he's like the Jim Jones. I don't know why <laughs> of the inner circle. He just reminds me of Jim Jones. Jim Jones get all the best spots, but don't do nothing well. Well, Chris DeZuva gave me the piece. What's up, Chris? Chris, one of the funniest dudes in the chat. Always enjoy Chris DeZuva coming on in, talking his mess. Uh, A says Sammy was uh, went there with Colin Spears a failure. Yes, he did bring up that he failed in both companies, as Ace put uh-huh. in here. Um, funny, funny stuff. Funny, funny stuff, dude. Um, really good. After that, we get another matchup. We got Michael Nakazawa in the ring with his little headset on and his laptop. What the... F- what is his job? What does he do? So he's the uh, he's the funky, man. Kenny, Kenny's bitch boy? Like, what? Yes. You're, you're the one who's going to take all the beatings for me. Take it and like it. I'll just sit back. Derek, time out. I got to stop you, bro. You got I got to stop you. When you're talking about beatings and liking it, Sometimes things can get in the way, but I've got a product to make sure that they don't get in the way. If if you guys are ready for it, we have ourselves a beautiful, 
beautiful offer here for you. 20% off free delivery. Go to manscaped.com and you put in our promo code EPW show, save 20% free delivery. Well worth it. That lawnmower 3.0 will do wonders for you. If you guys ever wanted to, you know, trim the bushes, make the trees look taller, get that ball deodorant, get that ball toner, take care of your feet, get yourself some boxers. Manscaped's got you covered. So I think you guys would definitely want to go in there and check that out. Definitely worth your time. And the next promo code we have for you is for powerslam.tv. It is a wrestling network providing you the best in independent pro wrestling. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code EPW show, put it in, use it. If you guys want some different ads popping up on here, Tell everybody your favorite podcast is everything pro wrestling. They send the offers, baby. So just make sure you guys put that in there. Check out some of the cool things that we have for you. Um, <laughs> uh, we got my man Shabazz in the house. What's good, Shabazz? Uh, he said, and break up proud and powerful. I, I never said I would do that. I was just reading some of the things. You can hear the intern says, we ain't doing, we ain't breaking up PMP. That's that. not happening. <laughs> But Derek said he could see it happening still. Maybe. I could. Maybe. Jim Jones, the best. <laughs> he's not He's not going to be going for it. Uh, Six said, wow. <laughs> Queen of the Indies said, woo. That segue, dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Derek presented the offer and it was there. Um, Michael Nakazawa is prepared to get his ass whooped by my boy Eddie Kingston here. Eddie Kingston comes out and says, I ain't even doing this match. He said, I want to fight Kenny. This is stupid. And Michael Nakazawa hits him from behind with the laptop. He pulls a real bitch move, hits him from behind with the laptop. And eventually when he goes for a move, Eddie Kingston ain't going for it. Basically slams him down, beats him down, hits him with that back spinning fist. I, I It looked more like a bitch slap to me. He knocked him down. Down to the ground goes Nakazawa. And then they threaten to break his ankle, and Kenny comes out, and he's like, well, you know what? He's like, get in here now, or I'm going to break your boy's ankle. Kenny basically throws the man to the wolves and says, well, he knew what he got into when he signed up for this. Right, exactly. Dick move, Kenny. Dick move. Not to your best friend, bro. <laughs> so as they're about to basically crush his ankle, Moxley comes out, nails Kenny from behind, Bring his punk ass in the ring. We ain't got time to negotiate. We ain't taking it. We're taking hostages. So they throw Kenny Omega in the ring. They're starting to beat on him a little bit. And then they're about to put his leg in there. And then here comes Don Callis. Yo, Don Callis may be. Him or MVP are going to have to win, like, best manager, bro. I absolutely love these two. Don Callis comes out, and they're like, yo, you're going to give us what we want with Kenny? He's like, please, 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 please. Don Callis, remember, has a vested interest in the Impact Championship. He's also Kenny's friend. They've been waiting for this all to happen. Mm -hmm. It's their destiny, as some would say. And they eventually get into, well, what do you guys want? I'll give you what you want. What do you want? And they said, we want a match next week, tag match. Kingston, Moxley versus Kenny Omega and this goof, Nakazawa. And Don Callis has to give it to them so that they don't break Kenny's uh, leg or ankle, excuse me. Yeah, I like it. Little hostage situation there. Yep, definitely forcing the hand. I like it a lot. I'm a big fan of the outlaws. <laughs> They've been doing some outlaw shit lately, so definitely cool. Um, then we got to backstage. How many goddamn backstage promos were there? 
Taz is bragging about the win from earlier with uh, Brian Cage saying he put down the number one man in this company, Hangman Page, show some respect to uh, Brian Cage. And then he runs into Christian Cage. Why am I not surprised that someone interrupted an interview? <laughs> Christian Cage. Cage. Oh, shit. <laughs> Peace, bro. Um, Cage and him eventually get into it back and forth. And it looks like it is leading to a match because Christian's beaten Powerhouse Hobbs. He's beaten Ricky Starks. Brian Cage seems to be next. Ricky. Spanish. What's up, Jocelyn? Um, so, yeah, it looks like we're going to end up getting that match. This is, looks like what it's leading to. I, I miss heel Christian a little bit. Babyface Christian's so all right, too, but so it's just a little bit of heel Christian I want to see sometimes. You know what? Uh, Babyface Christian is always solid. Solid, yes. He's always solid, but no jokes. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, straight to the point. But you get heel Christian, he, he's always laughing. He's always smiling. But you, you can tell he's plotting something. I, I like both. I, I probably prefer heel Christian the most. Right. Uh, B-Boy Skyline echoes the Ricky Spanish. Shout out to American Dead. Um, next, we got Penelope Ford with Kip Sabian versus Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy. Derek, a big fan of Kip Sabian. Um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, during this, uh, the, immediately the ladies begin to brawl. Uh, they have a big fight. Uh, Chris Statlander hits the solar eclipse, gets a near fall. Then after that, basically, they let Penelope Ford get her heat. She's doing some great moves, knee strikes, everything. This was a solid match. I really don't have a lot to say about it. Penelope was just doing her thing. Um, uh, Chris Statlander, excuse me, did her thing in this. Eventually, she gets the win with that tombstone pile driver. She catches her, plants her. Chris Statlander looks like a million bucks right now. She she looks good, man. There's nothing more to say about it. She, She came back in shape of, you know, best shape of her life from what we know that she may still be working to get, you know, get better, but she's looking good to me. (laughs) Kip the sip. Um, Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Simple and simple tin. Uh, Chris and Orange are going to be a couple. Are you asking, are Chris and Orange going to be a couple? I know she's dating uh, Cable. Uh, with a K, I think, or Caleb, maybe it's Caleb. I don't know. I don't know who she's dating. I, I usually avoid that stuff, Azan, truthfully. Um, but if she is, that's news to me. I never knew that. So thank you for bringing that to my attention. Um, but yeah, I think I think the, th- the tease is that her, her being the alien and Orange being like the weird dude, it, it works. The best friends at her just work as a, a, a faction. Well, I mean, think about it. If she's supposed to be the alien, the aliens are um, supposed to adapt Right. Right. So, you know, she's the alien who adapts to what Orange Cassidy's personality is. And chicks just dig orange. Tiff in the chat seem to be digging them. I think it works. I think it works. Uh, let's see here. Shabazz <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, don't like that they stuck Statlander with Orange Bunch just to keep her out of the championship picture. I don't think so, though. I think she's going to eventually get in there. I think they're waiting for the switch to happen. Yeah, um, I think once Britt Baker has it, she's going to be a contender. Yeah, 
for it. I, I see it that way too. Um, I think the women's division was lacking, and now that she's putting herself back in the picture, they're just trying to build her up, get her some W's real quick, so that way she can be in that top five mix. Right, and, and I feel like she's doing um, some new moves. Honestly, yeah, like, she's trying some different things. Yeah, um, so so that that'll help her out big time. Um, Slowly but surely, I feel like AEW is always in it for the long race. Sometimes yeah. we can't jump on it right away. Um, uh, because we've made that mistake in the past, you and me both, about certain wrestlers, and now look at it, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, she and Baker were poised to be the pillars of the division. I'm sorry, I didn't bring that comment up. Yeah, Shabazz, I agree, and I still think they can be. Oh, yeah, I think their time's gonna be coming up real soon. Trust me. Uh, what if Thea joins AEW? I don't know, there's several roles that I would put her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thea Trinidad, um former manager of Andrade. Uh, I think maybe you could put her with PNP. I think, I think that would be a, a good team up. You, you've got options, bro. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> we're about to get into that. Next, you get a, a quick um, vid here from Preston Vance talking about the importance of Brody Lee in the TNT championship in a promo. I thought this was really cool. Made Preston Vance feel like a bigger deal right. going into this. Uh, I'm a big fan of 10. I've always liked the character. Uh, going into, it. I thought I think you liked him too. I think you said some pretty good things about him, oh, like yeah. his spine buster. You were a fan of, yeah, his spine buster is, is nice. Um, you know, it, I think it took a little bit of time for me to get used to him, but now that I am used to him, I, I definitely think I, I like him way more than what I did in the beginning, right? Um, he's improved so much, they gave him a lot of wins, like he's in the top five this, this week. Like, that was crazy to some people, but mm. I was happy for him, I respect it. Right, I respect. Um, I see some people talk about Andrade, uh, got wrestling Del Rio, <laughs> uh, Thea with Penta. That would be something different. Uh, Six said, What's up with Eva Lee? What's the story behind her and AEW? Sick, as far as I know, there were two different stories. She had that weird thing going on with Thunder Rosa, her and Thunder Rosa had some type of beef, apparently. and that's all I really know about that. They had some backstage altercation, and there was at one point they had a match on TV, and she was kind of no-selling her in the ring, like looking into the camera like, this is stupid. Why am I even selling for her? She sucks. Um, basically, I don't know what I don't know what the story was, but that's what my eyes told me from that. And then the other part was she got into it with some coaches, and then she said that she has a story to tell about it, and it wasn't her. Listen, I love Ivelisse. Ivelisse was one of my favorites in Lucha Underground. Big fan. But it can't be the company's fault every single time. You've got to be doing something yeah. in a part of this. I, I don't want to get too deep into it because we'll end up going crazy with it. Yeah, no, she she definitely needs to own up to what the, you know, the crap that she's trying to pull and try to pass the buck. And like, no, it, it's not me, it's the company. No, it, it, it could be 50-50. Right. I, I'm not saying AW is some like heroes either. Maybe they play a part in this too that – just isn't working. I don't know the whole situation, so that's tough to say. Uh, original Biggie has joined us. OB1. Good evening. Good evening. Original Biggie, what is happening, sir? Uh, Tokyo Rockstar said Ivelisse has an attitude problem. Ace showing OB1 some love. Rob says, sick to story. She's unprofessional and thinks that because she was on Tough Enough a few years that everyone should kiss her ass. That is rough. <laughs> but not... I don't know. Ivelisse has to figure it out, but I think she blew her last chance in a major company until she redeems herself at this point. Without a doubt. Uh, we have another matchup here. The Factory, 
Uh, Nick Camarado, Aaron Solo, and QT Marshall versus Billy Gunn, Dustin Rose, and Lee Johnson. Um, I really did not write a lot for this matchup. It was during commercial break. I was trying to take some notes, do a bunch of different things at the same time. Uh, Nick Camarado and Lee Johnson were the two that stood out to me in this matchup. I think that Nick Camarado looks like a star. He reminds me of Hercules from like the old 80s wrestling. I don't know if you know oh, yeah. Hercules with yeah, the chain. Yeah. But, dude, he reminds me a lot of him, and he has star written on him. And I think Lee Johnson really showed his uh, stuff tonight too. He did. Did really well. So I'm happy to see these guys getting an opportunity, getting pushed. They were the standouts in the match. Uh, afterwards, uh, they get the win. QT Marshall gets the pinfall after Anthony Agogo interferes. And when QT's just trying to get away from everything because he was getting his ass whooped a little bit in the match, he tries to walk away, and he's going back up towards the ramp. They got off of Cody's bus, the Nightmare Factory bus, um, clear as day. When he turns around, he's going to reach for the door. Cody's already in the window. You can see him. Cody jumps out, starts beating that ass, if you will, and uh, puts him on a figure four on top of the bus. Why was Aubrey on top of the bus is the main question I think a lot of people have here. Um there was there was a good fight. We saw even the uh, the old cowbell used or the uh, bull rope, if you will. And they they were just going in, man. It, it's a fight, and it looks like Cody and QT are gonna have to have another match soon. Boom! I could leave it at that, right? I think that was sufficient. I think it's good enough. I wouldn't change anything. That's sounds good to me. Next week, here are the matchups for Blood and Guts. So we're going to have Cody versus QT Marshall. Makes sense. They announced it literally as fast as I just said this. Uh, Kenny and Nakazawa versus Moxley and Kingston. But then we find out John Moxley on May 12th for the IWGP US Championship. The best looking belt in New Japan now since they got rid of my goddamn world title that I love. They are going to be fighting him and Blue Justice. Bro, this match is going to slap, bro. This is going to be good. I think they're going to have a lot of fun with that match. Uh, looking forward to May 12th. Uh, Britt Baker is going to be in action. Dr. Britt Baker, excuse me, DMD. Uh, next week, we're going to have a number one contendership four-way. We're going to have SCU versus Jurassic Express versus the Varsity Blondes versus the Acclaim. Your boys, the Acclaim. Oh, you hate him, bro. He's got bars. I'll have to put you down after this. I'll have to find something better. And we got blood and guts next week, man. Card is looking stacked, bro. Card is looking stacked. But let's talk about the moment that me and Derek have been wanting to talk about. Miro finally beats the shit out of Kip Sabian. <clears throat> he beats the shit out of Kip Sabian. Felt so good, man. Um... Let me – oh, hold on. BJ said Camarado pulling out the Lex Luger with the bicep ties, the narcissist. <laughs> Sega Genesis days. Love it. Sega. <laughs> Cody's booking has been weird lately. Azan, I will 100% agree. I feel like they don't know what to do with Cody right now. No, they, they don't. Um, that world title stipulation makes it weird, bro. Like It does because he can't put himself in the mix. Right. Can't put himself in the mix, so you, you're fighting to do what? Honestly, I want to say let's just scale back on Cody after this match with um, QT. <laughs> so you're saying have Cody sit in the back? Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, l- listen, bro, you just had a baby. He didn't have the baby yet. Yeah, he He's going show. to have the baby. <laughs> Relax. Take a sit. 
down. Kick up your feet. Drink a Long Island iced tea. Relax. Uh, I'm still not a fan of the change, but what looks good with the belt. I agree with that, BJ. The belt definitely looks like it was meant for Osprey. Belt looking like a belt from Rumble Roses now. Damn. SCU is going to break up at double or nothing. Skyline says, Azan says Miro kills Kip tonight, and we are about to get into that. It's about to go down. <laughs> PR Nightmare putting the codes in the chat for you guys so you guys can see those. Um, dude, the. Oh, I had this cool graphic. See, I forgot to pull this up for Chris Adlander Penelope Ford. <laughs> I told you I was going to forget something tonight. Um, and we just finished talking about that matchup, but really, really good stuff, man. I was I was very happy with what we saw tonight. Oh, yeah. And Miro beating the shit out of Kip really made me happy because Miro is destined to be a star, and he finally just caught Kip, and he was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he just punches him, bro. My favorite spot in all of this, not when he was against the chains, he sat him in the locker, bro, oh. in the locker room area, and punched his head while his head was against the locker, and it made a loud thud noise. And then Miro eventually slams his arm in the door. Like, dude, I'm, you're free. Everybody who hated the storyline, you're free now. You can breathe. I'm sure Kit may come back and want one match against him. He's going to get destroyed. That's all I'm going to say. What was that? Free. Peace, bro. <laughs> Peace. We can't have Derek up here doing this to me, all right? he was. I was like, what the hell is he raising his hand for? <laughs> Main event time, guys. TNT Championship, 10 versus Darby Allen. We know who's in each other's corners. We got Dad in Darby Allen's corner and the Dark Order in 10's corner. He's bought into it, bro. That's Dad right there. The match starts off with 10 as a powerhouse, doing some great suplexes and everything else in this. Uh, Eventually, Darby gets on track by hitting his float over stunner, working on his arm. He's trying to get an advantage any way that he can. Um, Darby does a crazy dive into the members of the Dark Order. Sting is there to press everyone else, and they're like, oh, we're not trying to get involved. This thing's like back up, doing the crazy old man shit. And then eventually, all-ego Ethan Page comes out and throws Darby Allen into the ring post, looking like The Rock from 97. <laughs> Coming out there with them uh, the shorts on. Nails will be happy to hear about this. With them shorts on, talking his ish. So this is where they tease, like, Darby might lose, bro. He gets... Cool. He gets a German suplex off the ropes, and then we get eventually to Darby trying to jump off the middle ropes to do like a coffin drop into 10. Bro, he gets caught into a full Nelson. Like the full Nelson you would put your little brother in or your little cousin in, like Master Lock. I locked it in. Darby, though, does a smart thing. He grabs his knee so that way his arms can't be moved. So he's using his legs as leverage. I thought that was very smart. And then when 10 goes to lock it in, Darby pushes himself off the ropes and then hooks his legs for the pinfall. It was a very WrestleMania 8-esque ending, and I thought it was pretty cool, man. It was. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, this this was a good match. Um, Ten's mask ripped at the end. Like it was yeah. really cool, and I love the fact that they showed like the Brody thing after to the armband. Yes. Yes. I thought that was a nice touch that uh, added to the match. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, just just looking at it, it's um, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. Right, definitely something cool to see. I was very happy with it. Um, with the finish afterwards, though, we see Darby trying to recover a little bit. Sting gets in the ring. Scorpio Sky <laughs> comes out of nowhere and just chop blocks Sting's ass. Sting falls down like a tree. He's down. 
They start beating him down. Ethan Page gets in the ring, and they're putting a beat down on him. And eventually, everyone has to make the save. They run out, and here comes Jake the Snake and Lance Archer, and they take off. They run like scalded dogs, as JR would say. I can't see Jake running from nothing, bro. <laughs> You're dirty for that. Jake's all right. He all is. Right. He is. Still my guy. Hell, Caesar. But they come out and make the save, and that's how Dynamite ends tonight. That's how Dynamite ends. Um, definitely something different. All good, though. Uh, not, not that there's nothing wrong with Rumble Rose's original, but he says. <laughs> um, this was definitely a good night for Dynamite. Um, overall, though, Derek, what kind of score would you give tonight's uh, episode here? Um, Chat, tell me, too. Like, you can do out of 10, give me a letter grade, give me something. You know what I mean? And this is based on the Dynamite show itself. I thought tonight's show did a great job. I'm going to go 8 out of 10, personally. Yeah. Um, 8 out of 10, B minus, however you want to look at it. Um, B yeah. minus, that would be a B. B plus. Yeah, B plus? Yeah, B minus would be like 7.5, I would say, in okay. that area. Right. Maybe, maybe. You, you would associate that with the C, though, 70s. I don't know. Mm. Who, who, who cares? You know what I'm saying? It's still it, a good show. Right? Um, always, uh, Jesus is giving it the thumbs up. He was prepared. Azan says B plus for him. Shabazz says seven out of 10. A says eight out of 10. Uh, that ending reminded me of Osprey versus Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom two years back. Yes. Good match too. two of my favorites, uh, on the come up within this. And there's one thing that I wanted to talk about before we get ready to cut on out of here. Um, and if you guys have any feedback, like I was saying, let me know in there. And actually, you know what? I'm going to cover this too real quick. Did you know Dark Side of the Ring, season three? They've got all the episodes listed. Derek, I'm going to run through these with you real quick. Tell right. me tell me if you're interested or nah. Okay. All right. Brian Pillman will be the opening episode yes. for May 6th. Yes. Nick Gage from GCW. He's got a pretty interesting story if you don't know it. I'll give it a shot because I don't know it. Okay. Collision in Korea. What is that? In 1995, WCW and New Japan held an event in North Korea, one of the largest attended wrestling events in really? the world. Yeah, they said that Eric Bischoff was crazy for doing this, but I respect it. Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. Jake the Snake's father, Grizzly Smith. You're going to hear Jake's got other families who've been in wrestling. Bro, you I might put that one ahead of um... Pillman. Nah, not that Pillman. Um, Warrior? Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite Kid. He's got a sad story, I think. Mm, sad okay. as hell. The steroid trials from Vince McMahon, the 1994 steroid trial. That's when uh, the wrestlers got a little bit smaller. Like, we're going to go with Bret Hart instead of Hulk Hogan. Right. Uh, FMW. Classic promotion from Japan. If you ever watched ECW, that's where they pulled some of the guys from. Okay. Right. The Plane Ride from Hell, WWE's flight back from a European tour in 2002. Bro, they say that this plane ride is one of the craziest plane rides in history. Um, absolutely crazy. Like, people got their hair cut. People got fired because of this plane ride. Like, wait, wait, wait. You gotta watch it. I'm not telling you nothing else. That's your that's your preview, bro. Oh, man. Luna Vashon. Luna, legend. Rest in peace to Luna. Okay. XPW, if you've ever watched it. Actually, I think I have some of the DVDs back there behind me. Um, 
was like those mall specials for like five bucks. Uh, and Chris Canyon. So not bad, right? It, it, some of it's interesting. Some of it you may not know, man. Uh, Azan said Grizzly Smith is going to be a gross episode. Rob said eight out of 10 for him. Staying Archer versus Ethan and Scorpio. I think we're going to get, um, oh, maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll do that, Jesus, instead of uh, Darby. Maybe either someone's going to, this is either going to become a six man tag or you're going to end up seeing Darby defend the title and then he'll be staying in Archer. Oh, I'd rather see Darby defend the title. Obi Wan said, Who better than Canyon? Who better than Cage? <laughs> Who better? Every time he says that, I do think of Canyon, though. Um, so recently, NXT moved. Everybody said, Why did NXT move? It's the NHL, blah, 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 blah. Well, now we're finding out the NHL will be coming to Turner, TBS, TNT. But now the problem is what happens to AEW. So uh, SE Scoops gets full credit for this one here. SE Scoops uh, had a story up here, and it says that AEW president Tony Khan has commented on potentially potential, excuse me, scheduling conflicts presented by Turner Sports signing a multi-year broadcasting deal with the National Hockey League. The seven-year deal will see Warner Media-owned cable networks airing 72 regular season games per year, as well as the games from the Stanley Cup Finals. Interesting. That is interesting. So with Dynamite on Wednesday, could they be in any trouble? Tony Khan appeared on Busted Open Radio and said, I know Wednesday is our slot in our home, he began. We're in a great situation. I'm thrilled with our partnership with TNT. It's the lifeblood of our company. It's the primary revenue source, and it's the way most fans get exposed to AEW. Then he goes on to talk about it a little bit more. He said, if there was ever an opportunity to move or if there was a deal to be had, I would consider it. Right. Do you like that? That he's saying, I would consider moving. Yeah. Isn't that going to conflict with the NFL statements he used to always say? Like, yeah, we won't go against that. And Rockstar brings up a good point. It could be NHL on TBS. But Tony Khan's thinking, Dynamite's not moving at all. I heard that too, Jesus. But this is from him being on uh, Busted Open Radio. So he said, here, I'll finish the quote now. I'll let you respond to it before we get on out of here. If we ever did something, it would have to be a really good deal for AEW. So based on the comments, it sounds like he's saying money talks. If you're going to pay me to move, sure, I'll move. I'll go to a different night. Make it happen. Um, how do you feel about it though? Is Wednesday night is dynamite like established as this night now? Do you feel, or do you think if they move, they can afford to go to a Monday? Can they can they afford to go up against uh, a different night? Maybe this changes the game. I would like to say yes, but I think it's too early for them to do it. Uh, Azan said AEW on Saturdays at six oh five. I don't know, man. That's gonna be rough. That reminds me of when I was a kid. Oh, he put maybe there. Thursday night dynamite. Tuesday night was the original night. I think Tony said he had won it. Tuesday night dynamite. But AEW <sighs> on Spike TV. Ooh. Peace. Actually, I think it's Paramount now. I don't even think that it's uh, Spike TV anymore. But AEW's not ready to not ready to go against Raw, bro. I don't think Raw's ready when it's time to go on the air. <laughs> You got to be here to hear this dude's comments. We can't even go live because there'll be so much swearing. Oh, oh my God, bro. AW on the Disney Channel. Peace. Listen. <laughs> the Disney logo. Private channel. 
I will explain all <laughs> on how I feel about Raw. Bars. Yeah, this one's going to have to definitely be demonetized. Raw's your favorite show, Conrad. <laughs> really, Jesus? Cut the malarkey. But we've been talking long enough here on this. Um, AW Dynamite is definitely going to be dope. Next week, though, guys, make sure you join us when we're going to be talking about AW Blood and Guts. This match is going to be insane. Uh, it's going to be great. It's Cinco de Mayo. I know we're going to be eating some tacos or so something over here. We're going to have some good food. Um, and enjoy the show, man. That's basically what we've got going on for it. Um, I can't really think of anything else. May have another show pop up during the week here or a stream, something. We'll try to get another piece of content for you. <laughs> well, I was trying to do the cheers without the noise. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll allow this then. <laughs> I'll allow this. Uh, <laughs> laugh my ass off. You're right, everything pro wrestling. Raw is not ready for Raw. Uh, I'm Roman Reigns. You're watching Disney Channel. Conrad is a Sunday Night Heat guy. <laughs> I was back in the day, not going to front. Sunday Night Heat was dope. Velocity. <laughs> Shotgun Saturday Night. <laughs> Those were the good old days. But, guys, make sure you join us next week. We're going to be talking blood and guts on the channel for AEW. Um, if you guys haven't, hit the like button on the YouTube video. Subscribe if you're on the YouTube channel. And subscribe if you're listening on the podcast audio versions of this. Um, I thank you guys so much. If you guys have any feedback, leave it down in the comments below. Tell me what your favorite match was. Tell me something in the comment section. Helps more people see the video. And uh, I thank you guys for listening to us talk about anything and everything in the world of pro wrestling. This is Everything Pro Wrestling for myself, Conrad Cushman. For Derek, we are out. Peace. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh. Not many in this can understand, uh. This the podcast to show you who I am, uh. Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh. Please listen every day to the showcase. The opinions and knowledge that anyone can take. Showing you how it is done. Proving I am number one. What a legend becomes. This is now my time to show you that I am here. Uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear. Uh, by the fans. Uh, for the fans. Uh, not many who's here can understand. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes.